Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The early bird might get the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. Hey, Schmack, I'm a gob, another Vieira Vault. And uh, this one's a donated episode to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast that was not fulfilled as of yet. But we're doing it now. And I have with me the great Metal Mike. What's up, Metal Mike? Dr. Fuck, it is truly an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me, man. I am totally fucking stoked to do this, especially after hearing your recent interview with Will Carroll, which was fucking phenomenal, by the way. I loved it, man. It was great. Yeah, it It was was so much fun. It was like, what a great, great guy. He seems like a complete and total sweetheart, man. I seen him recently on um, Zetro's uh, Toxic Vault, and he does. And I thought that was a really cool interview, man. And I really like that thing that Zetro does. Like a while back, he had um, Rob LaCicero from Forbidden on his yeah. show. And it was like an eight-part interview, man. He goes through his entire career. It was awesome. Good stuff, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I watch I watch uh, the, the, the vault, his vault. What does yeah. he call it? Toxic Vault. Toxic Vault. Yeah, that's what he calls it, man. The He's Sean Killian awesome. interview was amazing. That was great, too, man. I am so glad that violence is back together. Hell yeah. I hope they come to my town. I don't think they're going to. I was telling my friend, uh, Sarah GS, I think your Facebook friends with her, you know her. She's yeah, yeah, a DJ over at Cranium, um, DJ Heartbreaker. She, I said, man, we need to, uh, if they fucking do get together, that's something where we might need to take a trip. To fucking San Fran or wherever they're playing to go to because I've never seen violence and I really really want to see them. Yeah, I, I took a trip. I think it was last year. I went to yeah. Oakland to see them. Yeah, it was worth it. Crash man, man, one of my favorites. Definitely. It was worth it. But we are talking about Death Angel this week, and you picked the album Relentless Retribution. Why that album, Mike? Basically, I, I thought, well, for several reasons. One. You were doing the interview with Will Carroll, and I thought, well, what better way to um, kind of let's talk about the Will Carroll and Damien Sisson era of the band, you know what I mean? Because I really think, I mean, and I'm not putting down, um, oh, uh, the old stuff, Andy? Yeah, Andy and, and, and uh, uh, oh, they're bass players. Is it Dennis Peppa? Gus. Gus. Gus Peppa. Gus Peppa. Yeah, Gus Peppa. I'm not, I mean, because I, I think Art of Dying and Killing Season are very, very good, solid records. I mean, they're good albums. So yeah. I'm not disparaging that at all. But for me, I think they've been on a creative renaissance since this album, in my opinion. Right. That's just my opinion. I mean, just to me, these these last four albums have been just as good as any of their classic albums. Well, I've just, been saying that, yeah. I even said that on that episode. drives me nuts because, you know, when it's colder weather up here in Illinois, well, you know, southern Illinois, I'll I'll wear my, um, I've got a Dream Calls for Blood hoodie. So I'll nice. wear it around, or my Death Angel uh, shirts, and people will fucking give me a shout out. And that's awesome, and I love that, but it, it irritates me because they don't know anything about the new records. Like and, at all, yeah. they don't know anything, and and then and and you'll hear them go, well, you know, it's kind of hard to find new music. Uh, no, what the fuck, it's not. If you got a goddamn computer and Google, fucking just Google some shit, man. There are all kinds of new music that's being produced by these classic legacy bands, and not only that, just new bands out there, phenomenal new bands that it just it's out there, folks. It's not that fucking hard. It ain't no, like actually, back in the day. it's. It's easier today to find new music than it was back in the day. Then it's fucking ever been. People are just making excuses, dude, because they're lazy and they just want to 
hang on to the past and live in a time warp. Dude, I go in the rabbit hole constantly on on uh, YouTube oh, looking for new bands. I found so many. Man, there's this new movement going on called the new wave of traditional metal. And there's a oh, lot man. of Canadian oh, bands. Yeah. Traveler and, you know, mm-hmm. Midnight. Yep. What is it? Midnight Priest. and Midnight Priest is fucking awesome. I play yeah. them on my show all the time. I love Haunt. Haunt's uh, awesome. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, there's just so many. Uh, Night Demon. I mean, Night I can go Demon's on and on. Night fucking amazing, dude. Like, yeah, uh, just some of the shit I've got, man. I can, I'll show you. I'll tell you right now. It's just amazing, amazing bands, you know. Like, yeah, the new wave of traditional heavy metal. I like a lot of the new uh, doom metal and stoner metal bands out there. There's mm-hmm. some, like, Crip Sermon, man. I love Oh, yeah. That's my favorite out of everybody. All oh, of the I love bands- them, man. Out of all the newer bands, Crip Sermon is my favorite. And I want to thank not the drummer of Slayer, but he has the same name, Dave Lombardo from from uh, Facebook. He sent, he just posted a link on something I wrote saying, dude, I've been listening to this band constantly. And you know what's funny about me, Mike, is that I usually don't click on links because I don't know people. Right. But I don't know. There was something about that day. I was like, all right, let me check it. Because usually, like you were saying earlier, I'm kind of busy. So I really don't, you know, when I look for bands, I do it on my own time. I get in the rabbit hole on YouTube and I look for shit. When somebody suggests stuff, I know it's it's not cool of me. But, you know, I do check them out. I'm not saying everybody, but I've been hurt a lot with people sending me links going, dude, uh, this band ruled. Then I listen to it. I'm like, oh. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell this guy I don't like it. But still, after like so many times of people doing that to me, I was like, I'm not going to click that. Um, uh, If it's good, I'll find I'm the master of finding shit on my own. But this guy, I would have found Crip Sermon eventually. I would have found it. But man, when he he sent me that and I heard that first song, Black Candle Flame, I was like, man, this is whoa. And then I listened to the rest of it. I was like, dude. I went online. I couldn't find the vinyls. Were both fucking sold out. So I said, "Fuck it, buying the CDs." So I bought both CDs. Mm-hmm. Then, like you know, I, I joined the Crypt Sermon Facebook page, and they said, "Hey, we just released the vinyl again." Another press. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm buying." Them. So I got <laughs> both vinyls. Oh, I hear you, man. Like a lot of these bands, when I do look them up, I'll click on their Bandcamp, and I love Bandcamp, man. I'm always buying yeah, yeah. music from them. I mean, we get music sent to the station a lot of times, but sometimes even when it's sent by labels, the metadata is fucked up and shit, and I don't have fucking time to be fixing everybody's meditating. So anymore, man, a lot of times I just go to their band camp and buy their music. It supports them, and if I really like them, I'll buy it on vinyl too. Yeah, that's that's my thing, dude. It's like if I find something on YouTube and I'm like, "Holy shit, this rules." I buy it. Fuck yeah, I don't, man. I don't download it. I don't want nothing free. I want a goddamn physical copy. And the same goes with movies. I just need a physical copy. It's just like, I don't know. It it comforts my soul. Hell yeah, man. And another couple of awesome traditional, new wave of traditional metal bands I love. Uh, Bernie Witch is badass. Love fucking them. Blade Killer. And I love Savage Master too, man. Oh yeah, I, I saw Savage Master. Oh yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, cool. who was it? They they toured with Lucifer, another great new band. Oh, I Lucifer. love them too, man. Uh, yeah, yeah d- like kind of a doom metal man. That gr- that lady, the the singer, she's a beautiful lady, man. She's gorgeous and very nice. I got a picture yeah. of her. She's sweet. But uh, awesome. all right, but but Death Angel, man. And yeah. Let me, you, let me tell you before we get into this, I gotta also say, I'm glad you picked this one. Or, you know, if you would have picked anything after this. Because I say it all the time, man. Like, man, you know, Death Angel. Oh, yeah, I'm bored. I was like, dude, have you heard it? No. It's like, dude, you don't know what you're missing out on, man. And hopefully somebody listening to this that likes old Death Angel will go and listen to this album and realize how amazing their new product is. And this yeah. album's no exception, man. Dude, uh, dude, like you said, I could have easily picked any album from here on out, and it would have been a winner as far as I'm concerned. I just oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I picked this one because I'm like, well, fuck, man. It's the beginning of the Damien Sinsan and Will Carroll era, and, and I'm a big fan of that era because, unfortunately, I never got to see Death Angel back in the day. 
And yeah. but I've seen this version of Death Angel three times, and I love him, man. I I I'm even a card carrying member of the Wolf Pack, bro. Death Angel is one of my all time favorite bands. So yeah, nice. I'm I'm really really, and like you said, it just yeah. And if you're anybody out there listening, if you're not familiar with this band, fucking check them out. All you gotta do is YouTube it, man. Yeah. You will not be disappointed if you are a lover of thrash metal. Yeah, like, and and like it, if you like it, buy it. Or yes. I hope you stub your toe really hard, you fuck. <laughs> don't buy, don't, don't, don't get shit for free. Listen to it, like it, support. You know, I mean, bands today, they make their money on tour, not record sales, but come on, man. Right. Everybody's for, and, you know, very important, go see them. Even yes. if, even if you're too lazy and like, oh, well, yeah, I remember that video. I liked them. Well, then go see them if they come in town. You know, at least go support them. Buy a shirt. Buy a oh, ticket. Man. And buy I beer, miss, too. Uh, you I miss to going to shows so much, Ralph. Oh, we all do, dude. Man, it's, dude. It's, it's, it's depressing. It, it really is. Depressed. But, um, so, yeah, um. I'm going to let you start this off, bro. Why don't you take uh, that that opening title track? Oh, fuck. All right, man. Relentless Revolution. Uh, it starts off with just a fucking tasty riff that then goes into this killer chugging riff. And then Marco Suegwa, is that how you pronounce his name? I believe so, yes. Yeah. Just kicks in with his awesome vocals. I think the rhythm section of Damien Sasan and Will Carroll is just fucking pummeling. And in my opinion, definitely gave this band a shot in the arm. Just killer guitar soloing by Rob. An awesome, crunchy rhythm guitar playing by Ted Aguilar. Just a fucking killer, killer opening track. What do you think, Dr. Fuck? Oh, man. Yeah, that, that opening riff is so cool, kind of catchy. Then yeah, it goes into it that. It into your head, man. Yeah, yeah, it goes right into that mid-paced pummeling that, you know, uh, it follows that cool little riff and that. Now, my favorite part of this song is that little breakdown section where he says the selfish remains in the world, just uh, you know, wretched due to pay, power, lust, something like that. It's a great yeah. opening track, and I love that. You know, join us or step aside. Relentless yeah, retribution. A great way to kick off this fucking album. It rules. All right, then the next track is called Claws. In so deep. What do you think of this one, dude? Um, love it, dude. Written completely by Rob. Uh, just a killer, almost frantic paced track that's just fucking bludgeons the auditory canals. I really love how Mark does like the verse, and then Rob does the chorus. Then then it trans into that killer chugging segment that leads right into the bridge that Mark and Rob harmonize together. And that's one of the things I've always loved about. Uh, Death Angel in this band is the way that they use harmonies and melodies while still being totally thrashy and aggressive and just phenomenal musicianship all around. And I love the acoustical outro by Rodrigo and Gabriela, which is like this Mexican acoustical guitar duo. Fucking love this. Tight for my favorite track of the album. Right on. Yeah, it's a faster song than the first song, but it takes a couple of twisted turns in the tempo and yeah, like you said, dude, I absolutely love, you know, the section where Rob is singing. Yes, you know, it gets, and the you know, line even, yeah, the whole bridge is, as she bled to the, or no, you know, uh, what is the part? No, that's not it. That's when they sing together. It's when right. he goes, oh, upon black wings, another messenger from hell, the parasitic disillusion. I fucking love that part, dude. It's, I just love this song, man. It's so it's awesome. Total, it's total organization. You know? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. It, it gives is. me it that is. vibe of the organization. I loved those two organization albums that Rob and yeah. Andy sang on. Well, well, it, was, it was Death Angel without Mark, you know, basically. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, and, you know, and that crunchy breakdown, you know, it's like, it's awesome. And I love, yeah, that, that, that acoustic y uh, outro, which gives it. In the beginning of the 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 little acoustic, it kind of like reminds me of what Sabbath did at the end of Heaven and Hell, but then it strays from that, and yeah. the acoustic goes into this crazy twist, giving it more of a Latin favor. I love it, man. It. Yeah, totally. You know, which, by the way, Death Angel does an amazing cover to Heaven and Hell. Oh, um, I know they do. I know they do. 
And uh, great track. All right, the next one is called Truce. What do you think of this one? Oh, man. Um, uh, this track is just a relentless, no pun intended, fucking smack to your fucking ear hole. As far as I'm concerned, the whole band is just on fucking fire with this track. The riffs are bone crushing. The rhythm section is just face pummeling. And I love the killer solo, which, believe it or not, is actually provided by the producer, Jason Sukoff. This was the first album he produced, and he's produced every album since. Um, Just fucking great. As far as I'm concerned, like I said earlier, this band's just been on a creative renaissance since this record. And like I said, I'm not disparaging the killing season. And, and the art of dying or anything before i love that stuff too but i just think these last four albums are just as good as any of the classic era and maybe even better than some of it with the exception of ultraviolence right love yeah it. I, I i love the ferocity of the song and you know and throwing in some of those melodic vocals that does not slow down the energy uh it kind of like fits perfectly uh with uh this song this is a it's it's uh it skulls uh, i it think does, it's a dude. killer song you know it's fucking badass <clears throat> the next track is called into the arms of righteous anger what do you think of that one uh i like this one too it, it kind of starts off all groovy almost sabbath-esque in my opinion it's definitely more groove metal than all out thrash like the previous three tracks but it's still another really solid killer track as far as i'm concerned what do you think, Dr. Fuck? Yeah, I'll be honest. You know, it's not one of my favorites on here, but it's definitely not bad. It's a great, heavy, mid-paced song. I love Mark's vocals on this. He's kind of like, you know, like a tacky in, in the vocals. And, you know, it makes up for, you know, because uh, you know, I, I think that little middle section, it kind of borders on metalcore a little bit a little bit now yeah yeah i never yeah. really thought about that way but you're kind of right and and like yeah. i said it's not one of my favorite tracks in the album i mean it would be almost like your former podcasting co-host said killer filler you know yeah. what i mean it's still a good song you know yeah it's a good song and even that little metalcore metalcore it doesn't really last that long and it does, and i and it's it's very unfair for me to call it like total metalcore it just has a slight vibe to it that i'm kind of like eh. But Mark makes up for it. The band makes up for it. They're, it's tight. It's a, it is a killer filler. I did not skip this track. Uh, I don't skip any song on this album. This album's great through and through. But, you know, believe it or not, I mean, as much as I love all these songs, man, my favorite tracks are deeper in the album, like way later on. But yeah. still, these are fucking great. But I think that's a great thing about this album, that it doesn't let up, and it actually gets better as you go along. Um and I'll talk about, like, you know, my favorite tracks are coming up. Uh, the next one is called River of Rapture. What do you think of this one? Oh, man. I, this fucking track is sick, bro. Uh, I love the opening riff that just kind of fucking hooks right into your fucking brain pan. And I think Mark's vocals are just really exceptional on this track. Just stellar stuff. Um you know, his that scream, right? Like, right when he fucking, ah, you know, and he just starts spitting out the vocals with, you know, it, the words with incredible fury. And it's just another thing I've always loved about Death Angel is their lyr- lyrical content. I don't think Mark gets enough credit for as great a lyricist as he is. And I especially love the passages where he says, rise up, bleeding, knock me down, I'll get back up again, always pushing forward, and I'll fight until the end. The thing goes into a fucking awesome chugging section where the whole band is just totally in unison. And then it goes into that passage. I will hear your voice no more and you won't have a choice no more yet. I will choose to bid no more and you can't condescend no more. I just absolutely love the sweet and tasty solo by Rob and then how the song crescends into just a furious finish. This track fucking rules and it's probably my favorite track on the album tied with uh, Claws In So Deep. What do you think, Ralph? Nice. It, it, it is a damn good track. It's back on track here. Uh, you know, and what sets this band apart from others is how they intertwine some melodic lines during the pummeling music, and it doesn't deter from it, just like that last track. They, you know, and they've always done this. This is not something that, you know, even back, oh, no. to, even back to Ultraviolence, you know, Vor- Voracious Souls had a little bit of, you know, man without anguish. You oh, know, stop, God, I, I love that fucking song. Yeah, man. man. This yeah. band, 
you know, and they were so young back then, but they already oh, knew. They yeah. already knew, you know, they, they, they had a little niche. Yeah. And uh, I think Death Angel, you know, their music to me uh, is, it sets them apart. You know, you can see the difference between them and a lot of other, you know, so-called thrash bands, you know. And, um, but it, River of Rapture is a badass song. I absolutely love it. And, and you know, brother, I gotta say, man, I think maybe that's why I'm such a Death Angel fan. Is nobody sounds like Death Angel, and Death Angel don't really sound like anybody else, in my yeah, opinion. They, they do their thing, and they do it so well. People oh, yeah, need, people need and to just know. Just totally that. underrated, man. Like, yeah, I'm they, sorry, I, I, but these guys are better than a lot of the. And, and I love Testament, love Exodus, love. But I think the last few albums, about the only other thrash metal band as far as Legacy Act right now that I can think that it. That's on the same level as Death Angel right now, in my opinion, would probably be Overkill. Overkill doesn't ever really disappoint. It's just killer album after killer album. And I kind of feel that way about Death Angel. The only difference is with Overkill, they never stopped. They didn't take a hiatus. They just kept on chugging along, you know what I mean? Or thrashing along, I should say. Fucking, right. you know, but man, I, the, these last four releases have just been, I, I can't wait for the next record, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And if you heard, they're already working on it, you know? I know. I know. It's, uh, yeah, and and, it, and it, it does, you know, piss me off that I have have had to go see Death Angel opening for somebody. It always upsets I me. I don't want to see them open for anybody, you know? And I've know. seen them open for Iced Earth and Testament and so on. But, man, I want to see them do headline shows. And I was fortunate enough to open for Death Angel on two of their headline oh, shows. Oh, so man, that must I be got, awesome. Yeah, oh, it was fucking amazing. Um, all right, uh, the next one is called Absence of Light, which is a track, uh, same track title as a Testament song, but this is a different track. Uh, what do you think of this one? Um, lots of groove metal vibe on this one, and it's a slower number to be sure. It's not a bad track by any means, I dig the guitar solo, but it's to me, it's not really one of the tr standout tracks, but still killer nonetheless. I'm not putting it down, but it's like, it's a good song, but it's not one of my favorites. What do you think, Ralph? Well, it, oh no, I, I actually love this song, but I got to oh, say, okay. it, it, it's, uh, yeah, they slow it down a bit, and it, though it doesn't sound like Harvester of Sorrow from Metallica, but it's got that. Uh, I can blueprint. hear a little bit of it now that you think yeah. that. Yeah, I can it's hear kind, that. Yeah. Kind of, it, I hear the blueprint, and you know, you don't have to be a thousand miles an hour uh, oh, all no. the time to oh, be no. heavy. You know? No, God, no. I mean, I one of my other favorite subgenres besides thrash metal is fucking doom, sludge, and stoner metal. I love that shit. Obviously, I'm a Sabbath freak, so you know, I'm going to be drawn to that as well. So yeah, it doesn't have to be fucking a million miles an hour to be ballsy. No, in some, oh. in some cases, and it, and, and, and it's like heavier. Said, right, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, I do like this song. I mean, like I said, I don't, well, I don't want to give it away. But, yeah, anyway, keep keep going, brother. Yeah, I love it, too, because it gives the album, you know, different shades. Sure, and sure. Uh, this song, to me, has the best fucking solo on the whole album. I mean, the solo is well-constructed. Um, Rob just shines on that fucking solo. I absolutely love it. Um, all right, now we're going to go into a song that I think is God. Uh, it's called This Hate. What do you think of This Hate? Oh, dude, I really love this one. I love just the chugging intro. I love Mark, how he delivers the vocal lines with just total fucking aggression and anger. He's basically telling the subject of the song he's a total piece of shit who has fucked over everyone in his life and how he's fucking got every going to get everything that's fucking coming to him. The musicianship is just totally off fucking the point on this one, man. I fucking love this track. Again, probably tied with Claws in so deep. And uh, um, oh, what was the other one I love so much? Uh, truce? Was it Truce? Truce, yeah. I fucking love this song, man. This song fucking rules. Oh, yeah. This uh, is my favorite track off the album. And, and let me tell you, like songs coming up are very close to it. But... uh. I love those verses are godly because I love how, you know, the band stops and it's just a guitar and Mark fucking screaming his ass off. And it's just a well-oiled 
pummeling tank-like song that just runs you over and fucks you up and you can just feel that hate in in the song it really captures the emotion of hate you know yes. and it's yes. just you can it comes, feel yeah. it dude it slaps you around like a bitch the song <laughs> fucking yeah, rules it does. It fucking stomps on your nuts and doesn't apologize. Exactly, right? And, and laughs. Yes, know? yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I love it. It's like my favorite track. But, man, by saying this is my favorite track off it, it doesn't really do it justice to the other songs that, like, are my second or third favorite. They're, you know, I mean, shit, I got to pick a favorite, but fuck. I think there's it's some hard. Songs, I think there's some songs coming up that, man, really, they're, they're, they're pretty much tied. Uh right. As, it's uh, really my hard favorite. for me to say this is my number one track on this. Yeah. It's hard, dude. On this album, it is. Yeah. A lot, a lot of other albums, no, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem saying right now, Art of Dying, Death, uh, Devil Incarnate. Oh, I, yeah. I, you know, I ain't going to fucking make no apologies. Great album, you know, but uh, Throwing the Wolves and shit like that. But, man, Death Incarnate. But this album, I can't do that. I'm right. saying it's my favorite track, but no, there's songs coming up that are just as good, but fuck it. I got to pick a favorite, so I'll say it's well, this one, but I'm kind of kidding myself. Well, fuck, bro. I've been a total puss. I'm like, tied, tied, tied. But it's so hard to pick one, man. This yeah, fucking is. album is phenomenal. All right, the next one is called Death of the Meek. What do you think of this one? Ah, very cool drum intro by our boy Will Carroll, who fucking rules. You rule, Will. I really like the harmonizing vocals of Mark and Rob, and I think Mark's vocal delivery on this one is just totally on point. There's two fucking sweet-ass guitar solos. I dig this one a lot really well. The crunching rhythm guitar of Ted Aguilar with the thundering rhythm section of Damon Sasan and Will Carroll. Gotta love it, man. What, what do you think? Oh, man, that riff... That starts the song is so fucking awesome. And again, I would probably say my second favorite, but it's pretty much tied with this hate. I love the bridge with Mark and uh, Rob doing the vocal melodies. And uh, I love that chaotic breakdown where it sounds like, you know, uh, Mark is like, um, uh, how can I say it? You know, he's like, kind of like sounds like he's talking through a megaphone, you know? Yeah. And, like and I, I love all the different time signatures in it, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it's it gives really a cool tune. It almost gives the vibe of you know a fucking riot taking place, and this is a soundtrack to a, a fucking yeah. a big riot with a lot of buildings on fire. Yeah, yeah death of the meek. That song fucking rules. Fucking a, dude. Hell Couldn't yeah. agree more, dude. I concur, Doctor Fuck. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, the next one is called Opponents at Sides. What do you think of this one? Again, I'm gonna sound like I'm repeating myself. But another just awesome chugging intro that just hooks into you, man. I dig the the flanging like effect on Mark's vocals. Um, it's not really the most thrashy attack uh, track, but again, Sabbath esque, um, a slower number. But I really like it, and just killer guitar work by Rob as usual. What do you think, Doctor Fuck? I think this song is heavy and beautiful at the same time. Yeah, that's a good description for it. Yeah, that works, man. I was I was kind of because, like you said, it's heavy, but it's it. Yeah, it is, man. That's that's a perfect description. Yeah, it's got this really beautiful vibe to it. And again, Mark and Rob sharing vocal duties, you know, uh, more than other songs. Uh, you know, uh, it just brings this ama amazing tr texture to the crunchy riffage. Uh, you know, and again, you know, again, I got to put this up there. Like if I was to say, oh, I got to pick, you know, what's my favorite. All right. My favorite's uh, this hate, uh, death to the meek opponent sides third. It's like my favorite tracks are like fucking toward the end, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's amazing. I love how you could put on an album and it's, just, I mean, to my ears, it comes out like, it, it's like, it's excellent. Oh my God. First track, second track, third track, fourth track. Oh, excellent tunes. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And then you go later on and go, holy shit, I like these even fucking more. Yeah. That's how Dude, this, this record doesn't let up. Time. And I can yeah. pretty much say that about every album from here on out. Yeah. It's, no, it's just yeah. fucking phenomenal, man. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I totally have to fucking agree with you on that. Uh, the next one, phenomenal as well, Metal Mike. It's called I Choose the Sky. What do you think of this one? Oh, God. I just said another fucking 
ass-kicking, furious track. Again, I'm almost to the point where I'm fucking repeating myself. This track is just a fucking ripper from beginning to end. It fucking rules. Enough said. What do you think, Dr. Fuck? Oh, man. Back to the breakneck speed. And it's, I'd say it's my favorite on the album as far as like the speedier tracks. Uh, Will is killing it on drums. I mean, the whole band is. I think this is an extremely tight and pissed off song. I yes. choose the sky as. God damn it. Again, I got to put it uh, one of my favorites. Like I'm my favorites you, are toward the end, man. And this I... is no exception. I love it. Now, before I'm going to throw it to you because you are my guest and you were kind yes, enough sir. to donate. And I always want you to talk uh, first about each song. So the next one, okay. I'll, I'll say, I'll talk about what I feel about it. I'll let you take over first. But I just do want to say before uh, I let you talk about the song, when I bought this album and I saw the track, you know, looking at the track titles, I see Volcanic. I'm like, oh, okay. oh man, this is going to fucking slap me around. And yep. it turns out it's the exact opposite. But I will go into what I feel about it after you talk about it. Well, thank you, my uh, good friend. And uh, yeah, okay, Volcanic. Um, this one, you know, has a guitarist, Rob uh, Cavastani. Is that how you pronounce his name? That's how I always pronounce yes, it. Yes. Doing lead vocals. I dig the acoustic melodic guitar. It's totally a mellow track. Like you said, not, not at all what you think it's going to be. You're like, oh, Volcanic. Oh, fuck. This is going to burn the fuck out of me, man. And it's not that kind of song at all. I'm kind of reminiscent of uh, A Room with a View. But I really love it, man. I love the harmonizing between Rob and Mark. I've always been a sucker for, like, classical guitar, you know, probably because of my love for Randy Rhodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and to me, this track is a perfect showcase of this band's musical versatility. This fucking band could play whatever the fuck they want and pull it the fuck off. I love this track. What do you think, Dr. Fuck? All right. I think this song is a fucking beautiful ballad. Rob Thank takes you. the lead vocals, and to me, that is always welcomed. Yes. Uh, he's such a great singer, man. You know, his voice has a lot of feeling. Yes. And he should sing, I think, honestly, he should sing at least two songs on every Death Angel album, you know? I uh, totally concur with you, Dr. Fuck, and I love how he harmonizes with Mark, man. I just yeah. another, another thing that sets Death Angel apart from a lot of other thrash metal bands. Right. Uh, I love you it. Know, I, I I think the lyrics, though, you know, fuck, man. These lyrics with this beautiful ballad, these lyrics would fit perfectly on a full-blown thrash song that's oh, yeah. going a million miles an hour. Because these lyrics are very, very dark and violent. And, you know, it, it would lend itself. So it's nice hearing a very mellow, you know, uh, piece. And... And to me, man, like you mentioned, Room with a View, and then you had songs from the organization like Wonder and The Bringer that, you know, has this, showcases, you know, his voice. I mean, well, to be fair, organization, Andy sang a lot of songs, too, and yes. he's another great singer, you know? And, but uh, I Currently love... Currently talented voice. band. I mean, fucking Death Angel, again, like, they don't get the credit. And, like, I agree with you about the lyrics. I mean, listen to this, man. Sick and tired of living with this grief, done with all the sorrow and the pain, asphyxiated, can no longer breathe, anesthetized until I've gone insane. You know what? That's fucking beautiful, man. Like, again, Rob and Mark don't get enough credit for their lyrical content, man. They are amazing. Amazing. Fuck Bob Dylan. Those are lyrics. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. That to me speaks to me more than, you know, Answer my friend as well in the wind. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I hear you, brother. I hear you. No offense to Bob Dylan fans, unless you got offended. So, yeah, I I hope I did offend you. Yeah, prick. Well, anybody who gets offended by somebody else's fucking opinion is a fucking spineless, wine bag, fucking pussy. And I get so tired of that. Like you, Dr. Fuck, there's, there's a ton of bands I love that you're not a fan of. Doesn't affect me. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I respect dude. your opinion, and, and, man. Exactly, hey, dude. And, and I respect yours, too. I said it a billion times. I may hate bands, but I don't hate their fans because 
hey man, in the end, what you like and I don't, hey, I'm missing out. You're getting enjoyment over something I can't get enjoyment from. Therefore, who's winning? You, You not me. You know? That's one of the things I always loved about, um, again, I don't mean to bring up your old podcast, but the Rock and Metal Podcast, Combat Podcast, because, you know, Ian was like 10 years younger than you. Well, I was born in 1970, so I'm like right between you guys. So right. sometimes I would agree with you, and then other times I would agree with Ian. The thing that helped me, though, is I had older brothers and their friends, and they're the ones that got me into the really heavy stuff, you know, at a very early age. Like, most guys my age probably didn't get into thrash metal until, oh, 87, 88. I got into thrash metal around 85 or 86, you know what I mean? Even though I, the first time I heard it was in 83, but I have to be honest, it kind of freaked me out. There's been a lot of bands like that. Merciful Fate scared the fuck out of me the first time I heard them because that fucking voice of King Diamonds. But I love Merciful Fate, you know? Hell yeah. My favorite band along with Black Sabbath is Merciful Fate. Hey, brother. To me, as I've gotten older especially, I've just appreciated more and more. And I, I do think they are one of the most important 1980s metal bands like they are just as influential as iron maiden or or anything any of the new wave of british heavy metal was doing in my opinion totally metal band cites them as a major influence so you got to give it up for merciful fate and king diamond and i love them you know who also saying uh shares that opinion mike uh you i believe and and something else oh uh I'll say it. You want me to say it? I'll say it. Tell me. Tell me. It is also the opinion of fucking science. (laughs) I don't see how you can argue with it, man. You know, I really don't. I mean, there's just certain things that, yeah, merciful fate, man. They're the fucking shit. That's it. You know what I mean? Gods, man. No band crammed so many riffs in a song and made it work like they did. And and what really saddens me is I was hoping this year I could go to uh, that that festival in Vegas where they were going to be. I've never seen Merciful Fate, Ralph, ever. Right, yeah. I finally got to see King Diamond last November. Me and my friend, Sarah GS, we went to on a road trip to see King Diamond with Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats in, uh, I believe, Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, dude, it was so awesome. What a great show. It's like I can – and he did this tribute to the um, Tim Hansen the bass player who had just recently died. Right, yeah. So it was a great concert, man. I mean, it just amazes me how he can still bring it after all these years, man. King Diamond fucking rules. Oh, yeah, I saw that same tour, and uh, it was a road trip for me as well. Me and my friend Kathy, we drove four hours to see that in Orlando, and, oh, man, worth every mile. Oh, it sure was, dude. Yeah. I don't know, probably my sixth time seeing King Diamond, but he never disappoints. Yeah, my first time, man, but I'm just like, okay, I can take that off my bucket list, you know what I mean? Because as much as I was into metal at a young age, I lived in a rural area, you know what I mean? So I I wasn't, like, I didn't have mom and pop shops, you know? I didn't have, like, and also my parents were very strict, like, it was weird. They'd let me buy the records and have the posters, but they wouldn't let me go to concerts, man. I mean, my dude, my first concert was like, I think 1987 or maybe early 88, I saw the fucking Kiss Crazy Nights tour, which I hate that goddamn album. (laughs) That tour sucked, too. Oh, he did. It was terrible, man. But Ted Nugent just fucking annihilated them. I got the same Annihilated them, man. Ted Nugent opened for uh, the one down here as well. With that being said, though, um, Eric Carr's drum solo was amazing. And I mean, they sounded good. And they did do quite a bit of Creatures of the Night stuff, which I love that record, so I was fine with. But yeah, no really explosions. No, it was kind of boring, man. And Ted just kicked the fucking dog shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Ted was awesome that night. Now, I did see Kiss twice after that, uh, the reunion tour with Allison Chains opening, which nice. was kind of cool because I saw... The, the next to the last performance that Lane Staley ever did with Allison Chains. Oh, wow. And then I saw him uh, again on the farewell tour with Ted Nugent opening, and that was just a phenomenal show. Nothing as awesome as you getting to see him in Madison Square Garden, but it was still fucking pretty cool, man. Yeah, man. No, the reunion show is the fucking shit. Fuck yeah. But I don't want us to get in the Kiss Vortex, my friend. Death Angel. All right. Well, we're coming to the end of it, which is the last track. It's called Where They Lay. What do you think of this one? Where They Lay. Just um, 
a thrash-tastic closing track. Just a total burning from beginning to end, blistering fucking song. It, it really is. And what I love is just a really a rallying fist pumper and an epic closer. And I, um, yeah, I, I fucking, just a perfect closing track. Epic. It's, it's just fucking thrash-tastically epic. What do you think, Ralph? I love that scream, rage, mauling. You know, fucking the lyrics are just out there. Oh, man. yeah. Just yeah. fucking phenomenal, man. It's kind of like kind of like Volcanic is the calm before the storm for the final track. Yes. You know, yes. this this track is probably the most relentless song on here. It you know, kind of like uh, smacks both sides of your head, punches you in the yep. back of the head and kicks you in the fucking face. Yeah, uh, it, it, it really is like they were not fucking around when they wrote and recorded that track. No, they said, dude, let's end, let's end these, let's end this album with people out of breath. You yes, know? yes. And it's a great way to end it. And it's uh, an awesome album. Like, you know, like you said, the three after, it's just as good. Um, oh, by far, man. Like, like I said, I could have easily picked every, but I thought, well, fuck. He interviewed Will. Let's do the first album with Will, man. You know, it just seemed fitting to me. So that's why I picked it. And like I said, I just think they've been on a really an, a strong roll. I think their work with professor, uh, producer Jason Sukoff has been amazing. Um, just They're just an amazing, amazing band. And I love this era of the band just as much as any of the classic stuff, man. Well, I, I may have people disagree with me on this, but I love these next four albums more than uh frogs of the parker act three and i love act three don't get me wrong oh i love act three too I, like i said earlier if you remember i said to me this is just as good if not better yeah. with the exception of ultra violence man and i yeah. love frolic with the frog in the park it's a good record i like it it is it's kind of like what you and will said a while back it's kind of disjointed though it's yeah. It, it's definitely the weakest album out of the classic original lineup, in my opinion. Um, I love that Mesa Mac 3, though. What a great album. And to me, it's just tragic what happened to Death Angel, the bus wreck and all that. I think they would have been much bigger than what they became if that hadn't happened. That's just my personal opinion. But I think Death Angel were well on their way. And then that horrific, catastrophic bus accident, it really, literally led to the end of them of that band for a while, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. they they were going to be on the thra uh, Clash of the Titans tour, yep. and then, you know, then they got Alice in Chains, but that would have been a great, great stepping stone for them if they could have went out with Megadeth Slayer and Anthrax. I mean. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. It would have it really helped them, but yeah, it's a shame what happened, and, you know, and also you got to think of, you know, the time. You know, soon after all that, grunge came in. Thrash. Sure. A lot of people, you know, they always say, well, you know, grunge killed hair metal. No, hair metal killed hair metal. But yep. if anything, if anything, it, it really put a damper on Thrash. And it really did. It didn't it kill sucked. them. It just yeah, kind of took, it, but it made them, like, take a step back. And then other, like, and like I said, who knows what would have happened with Death Angel if they hadn't had that happen to him. But, I mean, Kerry Keene even said that, it, you know. But I agree with you. Um, the bastardization of the glam metal movement is what I call it. What happened there? I love the first generation of those bands. I even like some of the second generation. Right. Yeah, God I mean, damn, it just got so processed and so diluted and all about the look. I just That's why I tuned out. Thank God, or Satan, or whatever the fuck, for thrash metal, because... I was getting kind of disillusioned with what was going on. And then you had your, your, your legacy acts kind of like, oh, well, we need to be more like these guys. Yeah. I mean, fuck, man. It was, it, if it hadn't been for Metallica and Megadeth and Slayer and all that and all these other guys, I don't know what the fuck I'd have done, Dr. Fuck. I mean, honestly. So Yeah, everything was, uh, you know, just, you know, because, you know, our traditional metal bands, too, kind of caught on. That's you know, what I'm had, saying. Priest with Turbo, Ozzy yeah. with Ultimate Sin, yeah, yeah, Kiss uh, with Crazy Nights. It was watered you just go down. down the list, man. You know, like because, like you and Will said on your episode, like I think, I think, like you know, of course, Creatures fucking great. Lick it up, really strong album. Animalize is a heavy record, and and even Asylum. Yeah, they look fucking goofy as fuck, but I listen to goddamn music. I don't give a fuck about how they look. 
you know. Right. And and to me, it's like, yeah, man. And then all of a sudden, they they oh well, let's go on to this trend, you know, because that's what Kiss has been doing ever since nineteen seventy fucking nine. Right. But yeah. that's another story. <laughs> Kiss. Oh my God. And they got kids. And they got. It's awesome. <laughs> Did you see, uh, uh, Mike, did you see the Thrashumentary? Yes, I own it. I love it. It's oh, my God. Amazing. So well made. Oh, it was. It was fucking great, man. And and I'm glad they did it because Death Angel deserves. I would love to see a really good um, um, documentary on some of these other bands. But, um, like, I really love the one they did on violence. Oh, yeah. Blood and Dirt is awesome. Yeah. And I... Uh, uh, but I'd love to see one on Exodus, which they got that one they had when it's kind of a documentary, but it's like them on tour with Rob Dukes, which right. I'm going to throw out there. I love Rob Dukes. Just yeah, as much I, as I liked it, too. I like I love too. all three eras of Exodus, man. Fuck yeah. the haters. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, too. Um, but, you know, I mean, I other than Bonded by Blood, because I think Bonded by Blood is one of the greatest thrash albums ever, probably the greatest thrash debut ever. I mean, I know I'm going out on a limb and saying that, and I don't think a lot of people agree with that. But as far as the whole discography, hey, man, I love Exodus, dude, but I'll put Death Angel over that, man. I, I'm, I'm saying. You know, it's like Death Angel is a little more special to me, and like I said, it pisses me off, and it's not their fault. It's society's fault to see them open for other bands. It's Oh, I know. Right. I know. It, it bugs me. It bugs me sometimes, man. It's just like, you know, uh, the three times I've seen Sep, uh, or, uh, um, Death Angel was once with, uh, they opened for Cavalier Conspiracy, which that, I went to Juliet, Illinois to see that show. That was an awesome show. And then they opened for uh, Anthrax and Slayer. Um, and they were amazing then. And then the last time I saw them was with fucking Overkill. Wow. And that cool. was an amazing show. Oh, my God. Both bands brought it. They were fucking phenomenal, man. Um, got to meet Bobby after the show. Really cool, dude. We had a blast, man. We had a fucking blast. That was a great, great fucking concert, man. Right on, Mike. Well, Mike, I'm going to do something I don't usually do. I think I've only had maybe one or maybe two people inside the vault. I want to bring you inside my vault. Let's go in, okay? Let's do it, man. All right, Mike. I'm going to have to pick your brain here a little bit. Take your time. I'm good at editing. But I want to play something in the vault this week off this album. And I want you, my friend, to pick what track would you pick so people can understand the greatness of this album. If you had to pick one song oh, God, from dude. this album, take your time. I'll edit the fucker. You know what? Let's time. let's let's go out with the epic closing track. Ah, wise choice. Thank you, you, my friend. If you want you fucking thrash? You're gonna get it right now. So here is Death Angel on uh, with uh, the song that ends Relentless Re uh, Revolution. It's called what's it called, Mike? It's called Where They Lay. Crank this motherfucker up and thrash it the fuck out.
Yeah, that was Where They Lay from Death Angel, the album that me and Metal Mike have been talking about this whole episode. Mike, you rule, brother. You know, I love you, man. And thank you so Dude, much for donating. And thank anytime, you for being, man. being anytime, on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me in the actual vault. That's a fucking honor. And yeah, um, yeah. thank you for having me on and, you know, just inspiring me. Uh, I appreciate it, man. And uh, yeah, dude. Um, anytime you ever want me on, you just let me know. Well, of course, you know, brother. You'll by, be back. By me, all means, man. Um, there's a lot of other bands and a lot of other things I can talk about besides Death Angel, but Death Angel is definitely one of my favorite subjects. So once again, brother, it's a fucking honor to be here. You fucking rule, my friend. Long live the Vieira Vault and Dr. Fuck. Right on, brother. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody that's been listening. If you're listening to my voice now, you're a true headbanger, man. And, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in, man. And there's more killer episodes like the one you just heard coming up. So till next time, this is going out to only not only my viewers, but I'm going to say this to you, Mike. Till next time, smack a gob. Yeah.